is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Bravo by Gays, the podcast. My name is Larry, and we are here to talk about everything that happened um, in the last week on Bravo. We are going to cover the Real Housewives of New York premiere. Uh, We are going to cover Crappy Lake, episode two with Sonia and Luann. We're also going to talk about a little bit about the Below Deck Sailing at Reunion, um, and then touch on Real Housewives of Orange County. Uh, We're also going to go over some of the things that were in the headlines this week. Um, We're going to talk about some stuff that's going on with Vanderpump Rules, some stuff that's going on with Erica Jane, um, and then... I asked you guys um, some questions that you wanted me to answer. We'll go over those at the end. Um, So I'm excited to kind of get into all of this with you guys. Um, But what I want to start off with is the Real Real Housewives of New York, the premiere. New York is back. The premiere was amazing. There are so many people that were like doubting whether or not this was going to be good, whether or not they are going to watch, if they're going to like the ladies. So many people were talking about how they were going to miss um, the OGs of the Real Housewives of New York. And let me tell you, these ladies did not disappoint. The premiere was amazing. There isn't one housewife that let me down. Everyone in the first episode shined they all brought it. They talked about fashion. They talked about like their life in New York City. They talked. They did a lot of talk in the premiere episode about sex. Um, so it was great. Um, so I'm really excited to kind of like dive into my thoughts on the episode and talk about them with you guys. And then, as always, I want to hear what you guys have to say about the premiere episode. So make sure that you guys leave your comments. Um, so we can have a discussion as to what you guys thought and what's going to happen this season. Um, so, I mean, it kind of just jumps out. I mean, we it starts off with, like, Bryn and uh, Cy and Jessel all meeting up um, in Brooklyn. I had Justice. It's like Justice for Alex and Simon. Um, the first scene of the first episode happened in Brooklyn. So that was so great to see. Um, I love seeing the girls together and kind of just talking, I mean, like about the restaurant gate. I mean, we all know at this point that, um, I would assume allegedly that the restaurant is, that was being discussed as, um, catch in New York. So it was great. It, I mean, it was great to see. I loved seeing that Jessel and Cy got their kids together for a play date. It is very funny to see the different dynamics between the children. <laughs> I mean, Jessel's kids are on a hundred. Um, size were a little bit older. Size our children are older. It looked like from um, where they were, like just seeing them on television. Um, but I love to see, I love to see the girls get together and kind of just like talk about like life and all of that stuff. And uh, it also cuts you Uba meeting with, Aaron, that was, I mean, that was amazing to see. Aaron is like such a true New Yorker. It was, she kind of almost reminds me a little bit of Jill Zarin in a way. Um, I loved her. I, I loved every part of us getting to see some of the housewives and their families. So we got to see Jessel and her husband and like the kids. We got to see Sai. We met Sai's husband, got to meet Sai's kids. And then Aaron, we got to meet Aaron, her husband. We got to meet her whole family pretty much. And, and that was amazing. We got to meet the icon that is Jenna Lyons. I'm so happy that she's on this show. I'm so excited to see. I'm just excited to kind of see her journey on The Real Housewives. Just because she, I feel like she's just like such an enigma. And people are always just like so fascinated by anything that she does it was i mean i'm just i'm obsessed with bryn i mean it was just amazing to kind of see her and and see her interact with all the ladies she's like her and uber like the two single fun girls kind of like in new york city with like all these other ladies who have like a family and all that stuff so 
I loved every single one of the ladies, and I was not disappointed one bit. I've always been excited for the revamp of The Real Housewives of New York. I mean, I, of course, loved the OGs and, like, everything that was Roni prior to where we're at right now. I was disappointed to learn that they weren't coming back, but I was also excited to see, like, what the future of Real Housewives of New York was. And I think Bravo hit the jackpot with this group. I mean, the ladies are amazing. They represent every aspect of New York, and it's just, it's good to see. There was, it was like a good flow. I mean, there was obviously some tension and a little bit of um, an argument between the ladies already. They're fighting about cheese, which is just, I mean, that blows my mind. I mean, who wants to argue about cheese? Which I don't understand. I don't truly understand the argument that they were talking about, like this charcuterie plate. To me, it sounds like it was maybe just blown out of proportion. Sai is saying that like she didn't say what Bryn had told Aaron. And it just like it just it it blows my mind that this is even the topic of conversation. But if you do go to my page, I posted a sneak peek for this coming week's episode. So you'll be able to see in that six and a half minute sneak peek that they're also kind of getting into like another, they're getting into touchy spaces with food. They talk about caviar being served at like this upcoming girls trip. And it just, it it blows my mind that we're going from charcuterie to caviar. These ladies are going to have to start bringing their own food to these parties in order for everyone to just be happy about what's being served. Regardless, I mean, it was, it was, it was, I mean, it it got, I feel like the fight, I wasn't, I can't even say it was a fight. Like this cheese gate um, was just kind of made a bigger deal than what it needed to be. Um, I'm happy that the girls kind of moved past it at their girls night in, which was so much fun. I love that Jenna hosted it in her home. I love the way that Aaron kind of broke down like Jenna's apartment. Like only Jenna Lyons would live in an apartment like this. It was very like eclectic. It looked really cool. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. I would probably live there as well. Uh, I mean, all of their apartments were gorgeous. I mean, Aaron's, we saw Uba's. Um, Jenna's though, like it took the cake for me. I mean, her closet was insane. Obviously, we see that the girls couldn't even resist like going into her closet and trying on her clothes and her shoes while they were in there trying to have a conversation about what was going on regarding Cheesegate. I just, I loved it so much. I That's one thing that fascinates me about New York is Real Housewives of New York is seeing like where they live because you always hear about like these horror stories with apartments and obviously these ladies are like well beyond like being able to afford anything kind of that they want to live in. And uh, it's just, it's, uh, it's like unattainable for like the normal person, but I love seeing like their living spaces, apartments. We saw, we'll see next week, Aaron's home in the Hamptons. It just like, it just, it, it blows my mind to like see these massive apartments in New York city that these ladies live in. And it's a good for them. It's amazing. And I'm excited to see more of like their lifestyle and obviously it's just like how the other half lives, you know, like everyone is just so like enamored with their fashion and their houses, their cars, the money that they spend, which really is really like the foundation of like what housewives was like the opulence. And that's just like what I really do love about it. So I just loved everything. I mean, I just loved everything about it. I loved the girl in the girls' night when Aaron and Bryn had tried on Jenna's clothes and Jenna was like, that's a Valentino jacket and you guys are going to hug each other and it's going to get stuck in the lace that Bryn was wearing. Like, it's just, I mean, who wouldn't want to play dress up in Jenna Lyons' closet? I mean, she literally ran J. Crew. 
Um, and her career is amazing. So there's just like, I'm, there wasn't one dull moment. I loved every single second of the premiere. And uh, I did a poll on my Instagram and had asked what you guys thought, because obviously, like I had stated before, there were some people who weren't sure if they were going to watch because they were so diehard, like OG Roni. And uh, I want to know, I wanted to know, like, did you watch? Was it what you expected? Did it like, was it better than what you expected? Or are you still like boycotting it? If you're still boycotting it, I want you to just just spend the 45 minutes and watch episode one. And I truly think that you will become a fan of it. Like, it was just so good. It was refreshing. It was good to see new ladies. And uh, I just... I. Sometimes I wonder, are you really boycotting it? Or are you just saying that as a front for social media, but you're at home on Sunday night with your TV on, like, eating popcorn? Like, I ha- it's hard for me to believe that if you were such a fan of Roni, that you wouldn't be intrigued by what these new ladies are going to bring and at least tune in to watch and give it a chance. So I have my doubts um, on some of you who responded and said that you're still boycotting. I don't know if I 100% believe you. But if you were skeptical about it and you ended up really liking it, I want you to tell me and I want you to tell me like what you loved about it because I have always just been like so pro giving it a shot. And it really, it really was like beyond, it exceeded like what I thought it was going to be. It was, it was so much better than what I thought. And I'm only looking forward to what's to come. Obviously we have the trailer and it tells you, like, coming up this season on Roni. And they just look like they're having the best time. Um, we're going to get into more drama. And it's just, I think it's just going to be fun, fabulous, dramatic, filled with fashion, a lot of girl talk. And I think it's just exactly what it was kind of, like, in the beginning of Roni. It's, like, very reminiscent of, like, early... Real Housewives of New York. And I'm very excited about that. One thing I did want to talk about, though, in regards to, like, the connection between... Like, it always comes back, like, to Bravo. And, like, all these people, these Bravo celebrities are, like, all so intertwined, like, in the Bravo universe. It sometimes is, like, mind-blowing. And I wonder how, like, these things even happen. This one, I'm not really... I'm not... It doesn't make me wonder. I, I kind of... You kind of get the idea as to how this person ended up on the show. But Bryn recently did an interview where we find out that her best friend is Pandora, Lisa Vanderpump's daughter from, obviously, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Vanderpump Rules. And she talks about how she knew Lisa prior to her even being on the show. And she used to go, she used to live with Lisa and Pandora uh, when she was living in L.A. And she they let her, like, drive a Range Rover all around town and she would eat all her meals at Villa Blanca. And it's so funny that like so many years later, Bryn ends up on the show in another city. Like it's just, it's, oh, it's a very full circle moment. And she did an interview recently where Vanderpump rules. Um, they were talking about the show, how it was going to start and how they asked her if she wanted to be on it. And it really just goes to show like you, take the path as to like where you're supposed to be meant in life. Because I, although I could see Bryn because she is like the same age as the cast of Vanderpump Rules. I just like, I don't see her like fitting in. I think like she's just more fabulous than, and now don't get me wrong. I love Vanderpump Rules and I love everybody on the cast. She just seems like it's just not her fit. Like, it's just like, she doesn't fit in like with that group. I just think she's more fabulous than that. And like, belongs on Real Housewives. So I think, obviously, like I said, a full circle moment. It's so good to see her on New York. It's hilarious that she used to live and, like, be around Lisa and Pandora all the time. And it's good to see that they're still friends. Um, I had posted 
on my Instagram, maybe a, about a month ago, uh, she had posted a photo with like her, Pandora, Ariana, Sheena. So like she knows this world and she is exactly where she is meant to be. Real Houses of New York, I think like, although I do love every single housewife so far, I mean, we're only one episode in. So like, I'm not making this judgment all, already for the whole season, but from the get-go, she is she's a star. She is exactly where she's supposed to be. And I don't think it's I mean, there's nowhere for her to there's I, there's nowhere for her to go but up. And she is just gonna shoot for the stars. She's hilarious, she's witty, she's funny, she's fun. And you just gotta keep your eye on that one because I think she's gonna be she's gonna do some big things. So I'm excited to see what the future holds for Bryn. So many people are talking about their favorites already from episode one. And I haven't heard a negative thing about anyone on the cast yet. So I'm excited that everyone that has watched and enjoyed it so far really loves the ladies. It's so early to speak on this already, but I can just see them all working and seeing the full cast come back. Now, ask me mid-season if I have the same thoughts. I mean, it'll obviously probably change. I'm just very excited from the premiere episode and just going off of my thoughts from that alone. So, I mean, I'm excited. I don't know how many episodes we're going to get for this season. I'm thinking maybe 10 with like a two-part reunion. That's my guess. It's a first season it's a first season reboot. It's not a first season franchise. I'm just going based off the fact that it's a full new cast. So I think it's going to be a little bit of a shorter season with a two-part reunion. But, I mean, New York is back, baby. And I am obsessed with it. It has people talking about whether or not Andy should reboot casts on other seasons. I'm sorry, on other franchises. I mean, what do you think? Like, I... I mean, I think if it works for New York, it could work for other cities. There are two other cities that come off, that come to like the top of my mind already where I think that a full cast revamp would work and like be a refresh to the franchise. Um, I'm not going to say what cities those are. I mean, maybe I'll ask you guys, you tell me what cities you would like to see revamped and I'll let you know if I agree with you. I think we, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious to the ones that, that I would choose. Um, but I, I, I think I, I, you never know. I think it could be great for the franchises. It also like keeps the ladies on the, that are on now in other franchises, like on their toes, like they revamped New York and got a whole new cast. Like, are they going to do that to us? Maybe we should do something different. Like, but it's it's hard to tell because each city is so uniquely individual and each city brings different types of drama that where if you revamp the cast, it may not work. But it's interesting to like get the conversation going and see what people think about that. New York is definitely one one to watch. Make sure you guys are tuning in every Sunday. And I cannot wait to see what the rest of the season brings us for the Real Housewives of New York City. Speaking of the Real Housewives of New York City, we got a third, a, a third episode of uh, Welcome or uh, Sonia and Luann, Welcome to Crappy Lake. And yet again, these ladies did not disappoint. It was laugh out loud funny from beginning to end. And I told you guys last time, if you're not watching, make sure you're tuning in. The absolute highlight of this episode for me was the fact that at the end of episode two, we see Sonia leaving this bar with this man. The next morning, Luann goes to Sonia's room and Sonia tells Luann that she had slept with this man. Sonia and Luann then proceed to go mudding with Sonia's friend and his friend. 
they have this whole competition, this like tug of war competition between cars. Sonia's man friend essentially wins what ha- like wins the the competition. And she goes up to give him a hug. And Luann then proceeds to say, oh, I can do one better than that. And she goes to give him a kiss on the lips. When I tell you, I felt Sonia in that moment because after that happened, she pushed Luann in the mud. She pushed Luann in the mud and that was probably for Harry Dubin. It was probably for Tom D'Agostino and this man from Benton, Illinois. Don't mess with Sonia. She talks about how all of these women always try to steal her men after she's been with them. Like, after, like, and this was so fresh. It was like the next day that Luann did this, but it was, it was like a victory. Luann is, I know she was probably hamming it up for TV. It was very hilarious to watch. She essentially then pushed Sonia in the mud as well, like right after that. But, and they ended up just having fun with it. But it was, I mean, go Sonia, because I, when she did that, I was like, oh, she's been waiting to, to do something like this. And she just happened to catch it in the perfect moment where she's like, no, she's like, no, bitch, I'm going to get you. Like, you want to kiss this country man on the lips that I just told you I slept with, I'm going to push you in the mud for trying to do it. And it was hilarious. The entire episode, though, it was so good. Uh, The ladies are trying, I mean, the, the ladies are trying to do so much good in that town while still making it very entertaining for us. And I appreciate them for it. I've said it last week. I'll say it again this week. Another amazing episode, and I think that we need to see these ladies go to multiple time, multiple small towns and do this. The people in the town seem to be really enjoying them being there. It's hilarious that they're walking around with this cardboard cutout of the mayor. The mayor is probably like, what did I get myself into bringing these ladies here? But he gave them a laundry list of items he needs to do to make sure that Benton is like back on the map which I never really knew where it was on the map. I've never heard of Benton, Illinois. But it's just, it's, it's, there's so much more that can be had, like so much more fun times that are going to be had on this show. And I'm looking, I can't wait to see, I keep saying, I'm looking, you know what guys, I look forward to everything. I've said I'm looking forward to about 20, 20 times. And I just like cannot wait to see what happens next. I really do look forward to everything that happens on all of these shows. I just get like overly excited and want to talk about all of it. But I mean, that, that mud push, man, that really, that, that was amazing. That was, that was top notch on that episode. And that was the highlight of it. I mean, there was other stuff that happened, but I mean, I don't even think that we need to talk about it because the, Number one thing that happened was Sonia getting that victory push in in the mud. I'm telling you, she did it for she she did it for Tom, Harry, and now this man. And now Lou is on this Lou is on the hunt for a man in Benton that she can hook up with. And I hope that she finds it. And I hope that Sonia goes after him after Luann has a little bit of fun. But regardless, these ladies aren't gonna disappoint. They're, they make us laugh like on online alone, like on social media, the way that they post everything that they do. Like, it's just, they're so entertaining that we're not, this, this isn't, this series is not going to disappoint. It's going to be laugh out loud funny. I feel like every episode. So I can't wait to see what happens next week. We're going to talk about it. Hopefully there's some more highlights from every episode that are just going to have us going like, thank God these ladies are back. Someone did comment and said, am I the only person that thinks that this is like a cheap knockoff, unentertaining version of The Simple Life? And to that, I tell you, yes, you are the only person that thinks that. Everybody else with a good sense of humor and love for these two ladies 
does not think that this is like a cheap knockoff version of The Simple Life. It is an amazing version of Schitt's Creek and The Simple Life. And I want so much more of it that uh, you, you don't even know. But yes, you are wrong. It, it, you, it is not um, a boring version of that. So keep on watching and let me know if your mind changes on that. I don't remember the name of the person that said that, but you know who you are because you're the only person that has thought that so far. So keep your eyes peeled. Keep watching. It's on every Sunday. And I cannot wait to see what happens next week. I want to get in next to the Below Deck Sailing Yacht reunion. Going to talk kind of briefly about this because I'm not really going to cover anything that happened in part one. The main focus for me is what happened in part two. I do want to say that my... MVP for the season, my favorite person that was on this season of Below Deck Sailing Yacht is going to be Chase. I love to hear that, I know, guys, you know that he loved Alicia. Like, he was, like, hoping something was going to happen between the two of them. Although Alicia did break up with her boyfriend, I'm a little upset to know that, like, nothing happened. thought that if she were to break up with her boyfriend that something would come of that relationship and granted she did say she's been to Charleston he's been to Australia it's good to know that it's good to know that they are very much still good friends but I'm just a little bummed out that nothing happened with them romantically it makes sense though they both uh, chase that at best they're on opposite sides of the world Australia couldn't be further from Charleston so like it wasn't and what were we thinking? Like, it wasn't really gonna, it really wasn't like meant to work. But Chase, hilarious, this entire, every comment he had, hilarious, this entire reunion parts one and two. He was, he just like did it for me. I wanna see him on more, I wanna see him on more TV. And I'm not sure if I told you guys this, but he's obviously he's from Charleston if you've watched, so you know where he's from. But, He's friendly with, like, the Southern Hospitality people. I believe he knows some of the people from Southern Charm. So it would be nice to see him, like, maybe as, like, a friend on one of the two shows or something like that. Just, like, give him a little bit more camera time because he is hilarious. But I know that, obviously, if you follow him on Instagram, you can see that he's, like, living on this sailboat that he's building. So maybe he's just not interested. But I think that he should be back on television. Um... So getting into part two, uh, I'm not really going to cover like anything else that happened. I want to talk more mainly about the throup, like the love, not the throuple, it's not, <laughs> the love triangle between Colin, Gary, and Daisy. So Gary dropped, I'm sorry, Colin dropped a bomb on us. Uh, he lets us know that prior to filming season four, a couple days before they started filming, him and Daisy had already hooked up and that Colin had already told Gary about this. So I was watching this, like thinking that it all happened on the boat. So to learn during the reunion that it happened prior to them getting on and filming and that Gary had already known that that happened. Like I was mind blown. I was a little bummed at the fact that I'm not bummed isn't the word. Cause I wasn't Gary explained himself really well as to why he never told Colin um, that he hooked up with Daisy. I was just a little annoyed at the fact that like Colin had told Gary that he had hooked up with Daisy and Gary still didn't feel like it was okay to like share with him that he did knowing that like they were going to try and pursue a relationship the fallout between Gary, the fallout between Colin and Daisy, I was not expecting that to happen at all. It was wild to see like the emotional reaction from Daisy as to like their versions of what happened and to why they're no longer speaking. 
I understand why Daisy is upset, but guys, I you have no idea how funny it is to like watch this all happen while she's sitting in a bathroom. Like she's literally crying in a bathroom, dressed up, red lip. Kate Chastain made a hilarious comment or tweet about the below deck sailing out reunion. You've got Daisy in a bathroom with the red lip, Colin on a boat, Chase like in a closet. Like it is just, it's so all over the place. It's insane. But like seeing all this drama happen and then Daisy gets up and like walks away from the shot. Like she goes off, like off screen and just to see like the background of the bathroom is it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I know I, it's, I, I understand that she's upset and she's like very emotional about what's going on, but I couldn't get over that. It like, it, I didn't laugh, but I was like, this is insane. So I understand why she's upset. Obviously, like, she was telling Colin that, like, everything that was going on between her and Gary, while making it sound like Colin didn't really tell her that he was kind of talking to somebody else as well, we didn't get that part on the show. On the show, they didn't tell us that Colin was also, like, seeing this other woman. So to hear that, it was kind of like, oh, okay. Like, you're very upset about what's going on between Daisy and Gary, but you have this whole other side situation that none of us know about. So the fact that they tried to make it work, and apparently it just became so toxic that they had to stop speak like speaking to each other, and they unfollowed each other on social, all this stuff... It's just like it, it it almost feels like someone's gaslighting the other person. Like I don't know I don't know you could I don't know who where it's coming from, if it's from Daisy or if it's from Colin, but it was very interesting to know that like he had this other whole side situation, which essentially he ends up now being in a relationship with a person that he was talking to aside from Daisy. So I understand, I get why Daisy's hurt. She like felt like she wasn't really being like told a hundred percent about what was going on. So she's very upset and it's very disappointing to kind of see where the three of them land right now in the second part of the reunion. Daisy says like, you know, I love the both of them. I'll always be here for them as friends or for whatever they need. Colin and Gary are obviously still friends. Gary says that, Although he loves Daisy, he just doesn't think that the friendship will ever be the way that it was. If they have to work together, they'll keep it professional. And this is where I'm getting a little bit concerned because if the, we obviously know, like I had told you guys last week, filming for season five is going on. The photos are coming in. We're seeing Gary and Daisy film. So we're going to see what happens between the two of them next season, hopefully, and their working relationship. But Colin, we haven't seen filming. And based off of, I don't know when the reunion was filmed. I don't know if it was during filming for season five or right before. But Colin, I'm sorry, Daisy and Gary were both in Spain filming the reunion. Colin was obviously on that boat. I don't know where that boat was, but it looked like he wasn't there. And it's making me nervous if he's not going to film this season because I want to see, like, what happens next with the three of them. I would think that Colin would want to come back and film the season. I think that he likes being on the boat. I think he likes being on the show. He's a fan favorite, so why wouldn't he come back? I hope he's not coming back because of his current relationship, because that would just suck. Like, come on. Like, that's not cool. We want to see – we have some unfinished business that we want – to see between the three of you guys. And it just didn't look, it didn't look promising with like the way that it, the reunion ended. So I'm eager to see where these three go from here. I mean, I don't know. It, it doesn't look good. They're, they, the three of them are such good friends though, that like, I don't want to see anything like go sour. Like, can't they just all agree to not hook up and just 
work and be friends. That would be ideal, but then it wouldn't really make for good TV because we love the drama and like everything that this below deck is about. And is, I mean, and along with like any other really is like the crew hooking up and like, that's just something that makes it fun. So like if they're not hooking up, I mean, they're just going to get drunk and like argue. I don't know. I like the relationship aspect of it and seeing what's going to happen um, between the three of them. So I'm I'm bummed that Below Deck Sailing Yacht is over, but I'm excited that we're getting a season five. It it obviously hasn't been announced yet by the network, but I'm just going based off of the photos that are coming in. We're obviously seeing them film a camera cruise. I'm excited that there's going to be some new deckhands and Sue's that are coming in. I'm excited that we're going to get a couple of the OGs from the past few seasons. And it really, it's such a good show. You guys, I mean, I, I haven't talked to one person who dislikes it. You guys always have nothing but great things to say about Below Deck Sailing Yacht. So I'm excited for another charter season and to see what happens in the drama between Gary Collin, hopefully, and Daisy. So congratulations to them on a successful season and I can't wait for the next one. Now, there are a few topics that I want to speak with you guys about that have come out within the last day or so. So you guys are hearing this on Friday. Um, I want to talk about some stuff that came out Thursday. So Wednesday and Thursday. So we obviously know Vanderpump Rules is in the midst of filming season 11. The cast is on a cast trip in Lake Tahoe. And what we've seen so far, Sheena, Lala, James, Allie, Tom Schwartz, and Tom Sandoval are all in Lake Tahoe. Now, they're there for something for Lisa for work. I'm not sure if she's opening a restaurant there or if she's partnering with a restaurant there to do some type of pop-up. We just know that they are in Lake Tahoe supporting Lisa for something that she's doing. There has been so much that has come out about Tom Sandoval being there in the first place and some photos that have been like released and that are like floating all over the internet. There was a group photo that was taken with the entire cast and Tom Sandoval, and he's in between Sheena and Brock, and they're looking a little chummy, like nothing ever happened. And people are outraged. Like, they're like, oh, we knew this was going to happen. Like, people were just going to, like, forgive and forget. Sheena is on social media defending herself about everything, saying that this is just work. Like, nothing has, no one's, like, forgave anybody about anything. They're filming a show, right? So, obviously, if they're on a cast trip, I'm assuming Tom Sandoval had went because Tom Schwartz went. I don't think Sandoval would have gone if it was just Lala, Sheena, and Brock, and James. Like, I don't see Tom Sandoval going if it was just that group. Um, You know what? Maybe I'm just naive and dumb, because he probably would go. Because he's such, like, a fame whore that, like, I think he would go just for the camera time. Anyway, for other purposes, let's just say that if it was just them that he wouldn't go, I think the reason that he's in Lake Tahoe is because Schwartz is there. So that's like his in to go be with the cast. I understand what people are saying because it like drives me crazy. Like seeing them all in a photo with him after everyone just shit talk. Like every, like just everyone's shit talking about the whole scandal situation. Now, all of a sudden, a couple months later, you guys are all being like seen together in this photo. So allegedly what happened is they get out of a car and there was this girl that was there. It was her birthday. She wanted a photo. The entire cast got in the photo. And it just so happened that he was in the position that he was. Sheena's saying that she only had her arm around him because it was the photo or because they were taking a photo and it was nothing more than that. She's saying it's just work. They're filming a show and it was just a photo. It doesn't mean that anyone is 
forgiving him for what he did or is currently friends with him. Obviously, we're only getting a snippet of the story because they're in the midst of filming. So we don't know what went down, what's going down in Lake Tahoe. We don't know what we're going to see. It's going to be a very long time before we even see what's going on. I don't think that Sheena is, like, going to go behind Ariana's back and, like, befriend Sandoval. I don't, I just don't see it happening. She gave this amazing, like, goodbye speech at the end of season 10 saying, like, she couldn't, like, she's going to miss their friendship, but she was done. Ariana's her best friend. She's there to pick up the pieces. She gave that whole amazing speech, and then all of a sudden, she a couple months later, she's buddy-buddy and hugging him. Guys, keep in mind, it is reality TV. Although the situation is very, it's very, it's like you're walking on glass around some things. Like it's very like, like walking on eggshells. Keep in mind, it is reality TV. We don't know the full story of what is happening yet. And just wait for it to play out on the show. Like, enjoy the show for what it's going to be and not for what you're making it in your mind because you're going to be disappointed when it comes to air and it probably isn't what you even thought. So I would believe Sheena for what she's saying right now just because I, we've seen in past that Sheena is a good friend and she's kind of like ride or die for like the people that are closest to her. Sheena's there to do a job to film a show. Obviously, Katie and Ariana are not on the trip, which makes sense. Ariana shouldn't be forced to go on a a cast trip after all of this just happened. They're busy opening the restaurant. They're filming for, like, stuff going on with the restaurant, so they're doing their own thing, and then these guys are over in Lake Tahoe. It's It's a different situation for Ariana to not film with Tom although they probably will have to eventually, but filming also just started recently, so they probably haven't had to yet. It's a different situation for Ariana to not have to film with him right now than it is for the rest of the cast. And they did, Sheena did say, in whether it be on the reunion or in an interview, that, I mean, the only way that they're really going to all film together is if Lisa is hosting something and they all have to be in the same room. Well, here it is. Lisa, they're all there for something that Lisa's doing. This is why they're together. We don't know what's happening. Wait until the show airs. Some of you guys like to go crazy with these theories. And I love to hear the theories, but it's just like, chill for a second. Like, we don't know what the truth is yet. I'm sure whatever it is, it's going to be entertaining. Um, so that's in regards to the cast filming in Tahoe. We have... One other, like, kind of big story that came out um, as well, where James got back custody of Graham, his dog that he had shared with his ex, Raquel. When they broke up, she kept the puppy. And uh, we saw last season, James get to reunite with Graham. And that was kind of it. James, I believe James is just like, you know what, it's... Raquel's dog. They really didn't talk about whether there was going to be any type of like shared custody with the dog or what's whatnot. Come to find out, TMZ had reported that James got the dog back. So from the TMZ article, it says a source with direct knowledge tells us Graham was recently dropped off at a shelter and was having behavioral issues. This is very reminiscent of Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy, but mostly what happened was Graham was dropped off there because he had a biting problem. Uh, Vanderpump Dog Foundation got alerted um, as to what was going on with Graham and worked out Graham being reunited with James. So James has Graham back. Lisa... This is actually, this is very reminiscent of Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy because that happened when Dorit had dropped off that dog. Vanderpump Dogs got alerted that Lucy was like in a shelter, and then that's how they found out about all of this. So it's just Lisa is on top of those puppies. She knows exactly where they are at all times, the ones that, the ones that leave her, um, her, her dog foundation. 
This is what I will say about that. I am happy that Graham is back with James. I am going to be so pissed if Raquel comes back into season 11 and is using this as some type of like storyline to like get Graham back from James so that way they have to film together. I hope that doesn't happen, but that was the first thing that came to my mind is that she's going to use this as like a way for her to like be back on the show and like it we would have to see her in James film. Fingers crossed that doesn't happen. Regardless, I am happy that Graham is back with James. It's just a, it blows my mind that they would give the dog like to a shelter without even reaching out to James first to see if James maybe wanted custody of the dog because Rachel is in this facility as to where she is. So since she can't take care of him, the family gives it to a shelter. Why not ask James first? Regardless, James has Graham back. Happy for them. Love seeing the photo of James with Graham and then Allie and James with Graham. It was so cute. So happy that the three of them are together. So much go- so much Vanderpump stuff going on. There's going to be so much more that comes out because the cast is currently filming that it almost like, I almost don't want to like look at everything because I want to be like entertained when the show comes out, but it is what it is. I mean, it's the, it's the world that we're in right now where we're going to see a few spoilers. So, I asked you guys to submit some questions that you maybe would want me to answer for you guys on this episode. I'm going to run through just like two or three um, in regards to some stuff that we went over today. Someone had asked, do you have a favorite new Roni housewife yet? Answer, no. I had told you guys. I love them all so far. I hope I continue to love every single one of them. Only time will tell. We're only one episode in. Minds could change. Let's revisit that in five more episodes, and we'll see where I'm at with the cast. But if you do, let me know. Who is your favorite? What do you love about them? I mean, one episode in, I mean, we have opinions, but I mean, we can't make an opinion for an entire season. So as of the premiere episode... Who was your who was the star in your eyes in regards to Real Housewives of New York? Someone had asked Team Daisy, Team Colin, Team Gary, or Team No One. Based off of the reunion, I am going to go Team No One, just because the three of them seem so divided at this point. Like, well. Daisy and Gary are divided and Daisy and Colin are divided, but Colin and Gary are friends. I think that it just kind of got so toxic between the three of them that the three of them really don't, none of them belong with each other. So I'm just going to go team no one and then hope they all have a fresh start, a fresh start and maintain a good relationship. That, I mean, I want nothing but for these people to get along fight sometimes Give us the good stuff. But in the end, I really want, I really just want everyone to be friends and just make good TV. And then it's a lot of questions about how James got Graham. And I had just gone over that with you guys. Just happy that they're back together. Um, someone said, why is the new Real Houses of New York so good? You're crushing on Jenna Lyons. You love her. I think that they just got the casting right and the the dynamics between the women, they just seem to fit. I, they just, it's just a good group. Like kudos to the casting for this, this season. I mean, I mean, only time will tell if there's going to be feuds. I mean, if what's going to happen, if there's going to be a cast divided, I mean, you never know, but as of right now, it's just, it's it's amazing. It's a fresh start. And I mean, who doesn't have, I kind of have a crush on Jenna Lyons. And I, I mean, that says a lot. She's just, like I said, guys, she's an enigma. She's amazing. And I'm just, I'm, so, I'm just hyped on Roni, okay? I'm on a New York, I'm in a New York state of mind 
I'm like high off of this like amazing premiere and I'm just going to ride the wave and see where it takes me. But with that said, I hope that you guys have an amazing weekend. Thank you very much for joining me for another episode. Just some things to look out for this week. By the time you guys hear this, BravoCon three-day tickets will be on sale today, Friday, the 21st at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. So make sure if you're looking to go that you are on there right on the dot because they do sell out quick. I will be there and I cannot wait to see who who's going to come. I can't wait to find out, like, are we going to hang out in Vegas? It's going to be a good time. So make sure that you... Guys, log on and get your tickets for that if you're listening to this before 12 p.m. Eastern time. And then a full week of Bravo ahead. Again, we have Real Houses of Atlanta, New York, and Crappy Lake on Sunday. Monday, we have Below Deck Down Under. We didn't get to cover Below Deck Down Under today, but we are going to cover it next week because I'm just so happy that Captain Jason's back on my TV that we need to talk about it. Give him some appreciation, show him some love. I'm excited for um, us to talk about that. And then you guys have Project One Runway. You guys have Real Houses of Orange County. Like it's just another, it's just another amazing week to look forward to. And who knows what's going to pop up in the news over the next week. But just know that whatever it is, we'll be here to talk about it. So again, thank you very much for joining me. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend and week ahead. And I will see you all next Friday.